What's going on? I'm Anoki the One, and I'm back with another video. And this video is very, very, very important. I've been wanting to talk about this stuff for years, and I think that people are finally awake enough to possibly listen. With all this pandemic, you have time to actually research what I'm talking about, okay? The biggest enemy of the black community, okay? I wanna break down what the biggest enemy of the black community is right now. And I'm gonna read a quote to you to illustrate this. This is by George Soros, okay? I'm going to bring down the United States by funding black hate groups. We'll put them into a mental trap and make them blame white people. The black community is the easiest to manipulate. The biggest enemy of the black community is not police, it's not Trump, it's not even the media. It's not even George Soros because Sor George Soros funded, he invested $33 million into groups like Black Lives Matter and all these different groups during the Ferguson riots. He's actively investing money into them right now and all the groups that are rioting and speaking. Everybody that you see on CNN, for one, I mean, there's a lot of things that don't get to CNN. If it gets to CNN, there's a reason, okay? The biggest enemy of the black community is just what he said. We are easily manipulated. And the reason why we're easily manipulated is because we have been educated to be manipulated since we were little kids, since we were five. Since we, since they put us in that, that, that brainwashing institution at five years old, we have been manipulated to be manipulated, literally. We have been educated to be fooled over and over and over again. When they first started telling us that history story in school, that was a complete and total lie. And I will be breaking that down because we know in our spirit that something is wrong with that. We know in our spirit, and this is the thing that is our biggest power, in intuition right? Our intuition, our discernment, that is our biggest power. So that is why we come under attack at such a very young age to where by the time we become adults, we are unable to discern truth from false. We're unable to discern when somebody is just straight up lying. We're unable to discern when something looks like racism and when something looks like acting, when something looks like scripting, when something looks like some bullshit that somebody paid somebody to do and put together and video perfectly lit in all kinds of different angles so we can see all of it, okay? We need to develop that discernment again. It's time. There's a reason why they shut down the churches, but they didn't shut down the churches. The church's chicken's still open, but the goddamn churches is closed. And I even read, I even read a book that if <laughs> black people only knew back in the day, see our answers, that's why it's important for us to have elders. It's important for us to talk to our elders and to listen to our elders. Okay. In the sixties and seventies, there was a big thing about churches because they said that there were some insiders that 
basically said that they believe the owners of, I have chills right now, of Church's Chicken were associated with the KKK and were putting things, chemicals in the chicken to make men infertile, right? So, like, uh, and I, when that whole, I don't know why this is going this way, but honestly, when that whole Popeye's chicken sandwich thing was going on, you never heard me say anything about it. I did, a, I used my intuition. I used my intuition. And I said, something is wrong with this. Something's not right with this. And it blew up and then it disappeared. Right before all this 2020 stuff. Some, some, there's some shit going on with that. And that's how I found out about the church, uh, church, church's chicken. I went down that rabbit hole and what I found out was that Popeyes bought out Church's Chicken around that time. And people were saying that David Duke was associated with Popeyes. He worked with them. They funded the, the owner of Popeyes. They worked together. And black people back in the day, they knew about that. Okay? Some of y'all older folks, y'all gonna know what I'm talking about. Okay? So now you got all these black people running, oh, I gotta get this Popeyes chicken sandwich. And now it's gone. I was like, what if they put some chemicals in that that chicken that everybody is p p promoting, all these uh, celebrities are showing videos and pictures, it's all over social media, and then it just disappears? We have to start using our discernment, okay? When I watch these videos, and this, at first, like for me, I am a person who is very much, I studied the Gregory, my mom had me reading about Malcolm X as a child. I grew up in all white schools. I need some water. I feel truth is on the water. That's why, like, I'm going to tell y'all about my water. Uh, I already have this put together. But I grew up with all whites. I went to school with all white kids since a kid. But at the same time, my mom owned a business in a black neighborhood. So after school, I would go to her business. And I'll be playing with all black kids. So I got the chance, and I grew up in Houston, which is a very diverse place. So all day in school, I'm dealing with white people. All day after school, I'm dealing with black people. And a lot of black people that I was with, they had only been going to school with just nothing but white, black people. So it was like two stark differences, right? And that helped me to understand some things, right? I dealt with at my young age, which a lot of people don't even get, understand, I dealt with some foolish racism, some real racism. And a lot of people my age don't know what real racism looks like. And that's why we can easily be fooled by media, by people funded by George Soros, who can just throw anything on the screen and we'll just believe it because a lot of people, a lot of black people, have not been around a lot of white people. A lot of white people have not been around a lot of black people. And I realized that when I was growing up, what I realized is that the questions that these white people is asking me, it just really lets me know that you have not spent any time with black people. You just don't understand black people. You ain't been around us. Then, I, when I go in the black neighborhoods and I'm surrounded by nothing but black people, when I explain the ra how, what racism really looks like, what it feels like, what it acts like, right? I, I'm like, y'all sympathizing. 
what are you saying? Right? They're expecting racism to look like it looks like on TV where you're getting burned, you're getting dragged, you're getting called an N-word and all this other stuff. That's what, that's what a lot of black people who have never really been around white people think or real racist white people. Country, I'm from Texas, okay? Katy, Texas, it is known for racism. And it upsets me because when I go around black people, they be looking at me like, ugh. Like, I'm just like, like that makes me white. As if when I go to this damn white school, I don't look like I'm looking right now, okay? So, real racism does not look like these Karens on TV. A real racist white woman is not going to look at you filming them and act irate and call the police while you're, while you're shooting them on camera. They're not going to do that. Wake up people, discernment, discernment. I need you to have some discernment. I need you to really think about this as a human being, as a real live person, okay? A real racist white woman would be in her house, looking through the blinds, people, older people who have actually experienced real racism, black people, y'all gonna know what I'm talking about. Grandparents, they gonna know what I'm talking about because they've actually experienced real racists. They gonna look through the blinds and they gonna call the police and it's gonna be unknown. You gonna have to use your discernment. You gonna have to put two and two together. You gonna have to put the puzzle piece. You gonna have to you gonna have to put the puzzle pieces together to figure out who it is that called the police on you. They're not going to sit up there and watch you shoot. Same thing with police. No, nobody in their right mind. Okay. Just think about a, per, a human being, a real live person, because these are, this is acting, this is scripted, okay? No police officer is going to watch, look dead in the camera as you're filming them, with your knee on a black man's neck, with everything that's going on in the world. No, no, no white person, no police, no person in their right mind is going to sit there and do that when they got four people standing from, from where I am to this camera right now so they can get a perfect angle of the video. Nobody's barely saying anything but, oh, get up, get up. You hear a black man voice, get up, get up. Boy, y'all, really, I just really be wanting to fire people up. Like, I am so, like, that's the part that I'm disappointed about. I have never seen a cop car that has police on the license plate. Police? How is a police gonna have police on the license plate? What the hell? How come nobody is talking about the fact that when they put him on the gurney, it wasn't no, uh, it wasn't, it, it like, it wasn't the ambulance. It was two cops. That actually look like real cops. These these fools in this outfit look like they got that from Party City. One got one patched on cloth. The other one got one look like straight plastic from Party City. 
You've seen the skits with the guy, the white guy who plays like a cop. His damn cop outfit is better than these fools' cops' outfits. And y'all are really out here running around for this. Like, we gotta use our discernment. We have to ask more questions. And with the Ahmad Arbery case, when I watched the video, I, there's so many questions. Y'all need to ask some more questions. Why was old dude shooting the video before the guy even was on the screen? So you just randomly are riding around holding the camera, just randomly shooting videos of things. And then oh, all of a sudden you see him running around. You can't tell who it is in the camera because it's so blurry for one, that's one thing. So you're riding around, you park right in front of them and you just so happen to catch everything that's going on. And these people just so happen to shoot him clearly when they see a car right there in front of them shooting the video. But they don't think that maybe I could go to jail if these people see me shooting a black person right here in the street, right? And then the video don't come out till two months after he died, okay? So the real Ahmad Arbery may have died that in a way where we still don't know what it is. This video looked like it's been shot on a, cam a camera phone that is at least 10 years old. Okay, we're not asking any questions at all whatsoever. And then this is another thing. Black people are being shown certain videos of Ahmaud Arbery, right? That you can't tell who it is. <laughs> this is the problem. Both the videos that they show the black people, the one where he's walking around in the uh, in the, the abandoned house or whatever, you can't tell. You can't look in that person's face and know for sure that that between this black person and a, a totally different black person is just a black man. You can't see, okay? But then the white people are being shown two totally different videos. They're being shown a video of the person that looks like the person in the pictures that they are promoting, right? Talking all crazy to police. This is what, this is how they do it. Talking crazy to police, right? And going off because they pulled him over or something like that years ago. Then another video of him with a, a group of his friends talking crazy and supposedly he stole something out of the store and he's like, well, I took it, but I ain't got the receipt. Just talking crazy, just acting, just performing. And then you see all these white people saying, oh, this racist white. This is, this is how this works. This is how this works, people. This is how this works. They feed the black people. You can do this in algorithms on Facebook, on Instagram, and all this other stuff. They feed them this side. They feed the white people who have not experienced, don't know, haven't been around real black people. This is what they're feeding the black people, or the white people. They did this when I was in school. I remember seeing this in school. This is how it really works. The, the white kids, would have, they would be sending text messages. They have these racist white uh, websites that they be on. And it just so happened, one of them told me one of the racist websites and I was just, I was like, something's wrong with y'all. Y'all crazy. Like, you really think this is what life is like? Like, what? It's a war of information. It's a war of imaging. It's a, more, a war of imagination, literally. It is a war in the mind. We are stuck at home with these phones. We're not questioning. But the reason why I'm speaking about this right now is because I feel like there is a mass awakening. 
and I feel like people are ready for this 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 conversation right now and so like with the riots with the riots like I said George Soros do you want me to read it again I'm gonna read it again I'm gonna read it again for you George Soros spent 30 this man is a billion billion billionaire this man has 39 billion dollars 39 billion you know what 39 billion is that is 39,000 millions he got 39,000 millions so if he want to put 30 of those 39,000 millions into destroying the black community right by creating this entire atmosphere of fear we have children what breaks my heart we have children that look like me who are scared to go outside because they think they are going to die instantly because a cop is going to come out of nowhere and just bash them in the back of the head and kill them okay that is how scared they have black people right now okay and my thing is if that was really the case trust me i would be out there i have been to protests i have been there but i my intuition my intuition i've been working on my intuition developing my intuition a lot because after my dad died i realized something very important if i die or if something bad happens to me like death becomes real when death becomes real to you in your life then you start to question some things and Another part is that after he died, he spoke to me in a rap. If you haven't seen that in my previous videos, go watch it because I had my first real conversation with my dad after he passed. So that's a whole nother dimension. That lets me know that there's more to this life than the physical. There's more to this life than race, than uh, religion, than sexuality, than all this other stuff. There's more, there's more, there's another dimension. That, <laughs> I'm just like, well, nobody told me that my dad could have a whole conversation with me after, after he gone. So that made me question a lot of stuff. And then, like I said, it made me wanna take responsibility for myself, my being, my thoughts, my actions, right? Because if you make the wrong decision, and you were listening to your parents, you were listening to the news, you were listening to your teachers or all that stuff. At the end of the day, the only person that's gonna end up in the casket, in the hospital bed, broke, whatever case may be, the only one is gonna be you. It's going to be you. You can say, oh, they told me this, uh, no. You are responsible for the decisions that you make. You are responsible for the decision you don't make. You are responsible for your life. You're responsible. So you could be like, oh yeah, I'm black, I'm proud, I'm about to go out here and I'm about to riot. And you're sitting here, a regular person just like me, like I was when I was out there going to protest and then George Soros is funding, people are getting paid literally $15 an hour, Antifa's, some of the people that look like me who are in the protest. Uh, 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 <laughs> this is so sad. Some of these damn people in the protest at Ferguson and protesting right now that look, look just like me, we're getting paid $15 an hour to throw bricks into into businesses and to blow some stuff up and to knock cars over. If you don't pay me, I wouldn't do it just because of how I feel like, you know, just because I actually care. Like you, you can't pay me no damn 50, $15 an hour to destroy my own community. But there's some people, and a lot of times they're shipping people from other places. 
They may be shipping people from damn um, California, got them in Minnesota. A lot of these people in Minneapolis have already come out and said, a lot of these people that are at these protests are not from here. They're not from here, right? So they getting paid $15 an hour. They're already in a, a struggle because we've been locked down because they're trying to destroy, they're trying to destroy us. And so they ain't got no money. They didn't been fired. Their $1,500 check is ran up. And now they're rioting, they're looting. So there's benefits for them. Now you're a regular person and you thinking in your mind that they're regular people like you. A lot of people, I'm, this is not some stuff I'm making up. I'm so glad that people have been talking about this now. These people who are who have been paid by George Soros coming out here running around destroying stuff, you sitting there next to them, you may not be doing anything at all, and the police takes you in. They're not gonna take them in because they paid. They're all a part of this shit. They take you to jail. Month goes by, you still in jail. All these people on social media have completely and totally forgotten that any of this stuff happened, okay? Because with this social media stuff, people, y'all can't remember what was going, what was crazy last week. Y'all done forgot about the coronavirus. Y'all done forgot about social distancing already. Okay, so you're in jail because you were standing next to somebody who's paid fifteen dollars an hour to riot and to blow some stuff up because people like George Soros, real racist. Right? People like Joe Biden, real racist, talking about if you don't vote for me, you ain't black, right? And now there's an agenda to make black people prove how black they are. That at the end of the day, at the end of the day, that's what this is. That's really what this is. Because the media has created this fabrication of blackness. They created it. So at the end of the day, really, Joe Biden, y'all, y'all created this era of blackness within the last 60, 70 years with the Democrats. And I'm not Democrat, Republican, because there's been Republicans like Bush and all this other stuff that are crazy. Okay. Trump, he's crazy too. I, hey, look, Trump is crazy, but it seems like he's actually doing stuff for the black community. All this stuff about what he said, what he said, what, uh, the stuff that he's been doing has been largely for the black community. Now, Joe Biden, he came out here. I told y'all on Instagram, if you're not following me on Instagram, you need to be. This fool said out of his own mouth, if you are questioning whether you're going to vote for me or whether you're going to vote for Trump, then you ain't black. Because I'm black. And uh, you ain't. Right? And so many of these black leaders who have been paid by George Soros, uh, Let's just make let's just make it plain. Let's just be real about the situation. They apologized. They said it was a gaffe. It was an unintentional thing that came out of his mouth. He doesn't know what he's saying. Oh my gosh, he needs to have a black running mate and maybe everything will be fine. This man has said on camera, he has passed every crime bill, every major crime bill that has been passed has come through him. And he said it in such an arrogant, proud way. I know that Joe Biden is that real home down kind of racist that I grew up with in school. I can tell the difference. A real racist is not going to look Hollywood racist. A real racist looks exactly identical to Joe Biden. He, that's what real racists do. They 
will tell you what blackness is and they will try to challenge your blackness. And then when you are being this black that they create, you're gonna be punished for it. You're gonna be put in jail. You're gonna be put in detention like I was at school. Can you imagine me going to detention? Can you, I'm gonna have a whole podcast or something about my school experiences because it's been a mess. Can you imagine me going to detention? Can you imagine me being getting bad grades and being put in remedial classes? Can you imagine that shit? So like I said, I have experienced real live racist. Joe Biden is a real, real, real racist, okay? This man said we do everything but hang people for jaywalking in this bill. Out of his mouth, there's a video about it. They're trying to block that off Twitter like the Trump administration put that video together, which is what he said out of his own damn mouth, been trying to promote it on Twitter, they took it off Twitter. They're trying to block him off Twitter. They're trying to block shit off Instagram, saying that it's false. It came out of his mouth, what you mean it's false? This is what he said. So, I need us to have further discernment. I personally don't care about Trump. I don't care about Democrat, Republican, but the facts are the facts. This man has funded, per created permanent funding for HBCUs. And I've gone to a white college and I went to a HBCU or a diverse, I'm not gonna say white, U of H is diverse, very diverse, but it's largely white. College, hop and skip away, I went to TSU. Black, blackity, black, 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 HBCU. I had a much more enriching experience at TSU, but if you walk on campus at U of H and you walk on campus at TSU, you will be like, how, what? The difference in funding is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And they have legendary teachers at TSU. I'm getting chills right now. Like the teachers at TSU deserve to be paid well. They deserve to have like, they deserve to have everything that U of H has. It's ridiculous. So that's huge. Opportunity funds, where basically there's or opportunity zones and it's black opportunity zones where it's helping black people get funding to buy the houses in their neighborhoods so they're not gentrified by outsiders. That's a huge thing. A lot of people have been talking about gentrification, but in the past, five years, people haven't been talking about it as much, and there has been opportunity zones. This man has been meeting with actual black people because he's not sitting there pandering for black people and doing all this fake shit and saying all this crap, but really being a racist behind closed doors and paying off black people to say what they want, say what he want them to say. Like he's actually been able to get some real stuff done. Um, the first step act, that was the biggest thing for me, the first step act where thousands of black and brown people have been let out of jail. Thousands and thousands and thousands. And the whole situation with making sure that people on the border, I'm from Texas, I live in Texas right now. I grew up with Mexican people, I grew up with people who were not uh, legal immigrants and all. I've seen this. There's people from all over the world who has never seen this phenomenon happen, okay? I've seen it, okay? I've worked with people and I've also seen people take advantage of that, business owners take advantage of that where they holding this over their head like if you slip up 
paying them little to nothing. They're doing every, they're doing the very, very most. They're just doing everything. And these business owners pay them little to nothing because they know at the end of the day, you can't leave me because if you leave me, all I gotta do is call the police or whatever. They can have you out of here right now. I, I watched that growing up as a kid. That was horrible. And also a lot of times they're smuggling, they're taking these children from their homes, from their parents in Mexico and bringing them up the border for organ harvesting, for sex trafficking. And they do this to black people with these riots. This is a really easy way for them to gather up a lot of black people, for one, throw them in jail. That's their favorite thing to do for black people. Throw us in jail in any way we can. Like I said, in a month after this riot, if you've been thrown in jail and you're a regular person, you're not being paid $15 an hour by George Soros or hundreds of thousands, if not millions, by these influencers who are on social media, who are getting royalties, who are getting sponsorships, who are getting promoted by the AI algorithms on social media, because you can go up and look this up right now. People are literally being promoted influencers, everyday influencers. You may look at them and be like, oh, they only have 10,000 followers. They can't be being paid. Yes, they can and promoted because with the AI algorithm, they are literally promoting people who are saying things against Trump. My, video, my first video of, with the coronavirus has been removed. So how is that being removed? But you could literally have a man, a black man supposedly being killed on camera all over the social media. I don't understand how that works. Wouldn't you think they wouldn't want that? If they don't want us to be out rioting, if they don't want this whole uproar, why would they promote it on social media if they don't want that to happen? The reason is because they want it to happen. They're funding, they're invested in it happening, okay? So I need us, I need us to collectively Start to question every damn thing. Question everything. I'm not, I am being demonetized. I am not making no money off of what I am saying right now. There's a lot of people that are selling their souls in all kinds of different ways, whether it's by uh, not thinking, right? Not questioning or by questioning, but because they have challenged our blackness right now, our blackness is being challenged right now. Uh, that's the rhetoric over and over again, silence is consent, silence is consent. Even, even Joe Biden, this is some racist shit. Ro Joe Biden said, if you don't vote for me, if you're trying to decide whether you vote for me or Trump, you ain't black, okay? Now he up there talking about silence is consent. We all need to speak up. Now he's challenging our blackness again. Wake up, people. I'm trying not to get too upset and too excited, but he's challenging our blackness again. I remember when I was going through this and I was I was torn when I was younger, when I was not, I had not questioned, I had not watched Dick Gregory talk about how uh, with the, 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 the Rodney King situation, how the hell you get that video as a regular, ain't no damn smartphones in 1991. How do they have a perfectly lit scene with somebody just so happened to be videotaping that came from Australia a couple days before, just so happened to be videotaping, okay, and caught the whole thing on camera? How? That was a high quality camera back then in 1991. You can't, that's not possible. The whole damn thing was planned. He broke down 
Trayvon Martin situation, he broke down everything and they had to take him out before this whole 2020 situation because they knew, because 2015, 2016, he was on it. He was on all of it. They couldn't have him live right now, okay? So Joe Biden is continually, continuously, continually, I'm making my shit up, continuously questioning our blackness challenging our blackness again. And, and so many black people are gonna be commenting under that. Yeah, that's right, science is consent. You know what, Joe Biden, like, oh, it makes me so upset. So there is this unwritten rule that as a black person, when these killings happen, right? If you don't post about it, if you don't talk about your frustration, if you're not going out there with your signs, you ain't real. You're not a real black person. You're not a real black person. If you think, if you're upset, if you're a business owner, it doesn't matter if you're black, white, Chinese, Mexican, if you're a business owner and the riots come through your city and they just so happen to uh, throw a brick through your window and you're upset because you worked your whole damn life, you've been working 10 years, it's one thing to blow up a damn Walmart and a Target that can be built up in two days because these are billionaires who run this stuff. And it's a totally different thing when it's a small business owner who has worked their entire lives for this one building. As a business owner, I work my entire life for one place. And if a riot comes through that bitch and burns that bad boy up, that is a fucking mess. Do you understand me? And my thing is, I'm not against riots, but riot the right fucking shit. Yes, I think it's great that CNN is getting, they're not showing that on CNN, of course, but they have been, in Atlanta, they've been writing CNN. Yes, yes. Blow that bad boy up. Throw bricks up in there. You can blow that bad boy up. I don't care. Like, I, yes, that's great. Blow up a Walmart, a Target. Don't blow up your own people's businesses. Don't blow up your own damn business. Then you really ain't got no job. You got people out here don't have no job. And then people are comparing between the people protesting and they're giving white people far too much credit. It's not just white people protesting to end the lockdown. It is black people. It is white people. It is Asian people. It is Hispanic people. It is all races of people who want to feed their damn children. All races of people who want to have money to feed themselves and to pay their bills and to live as a regular human being because nobody's thinking about coronavirus no more. Y'all done forgot about it, it's crazy. Well, y'all right privilege wants to put us in danger by taking the lockdown down. And then you have these other people who are fighting for injustice because a man has been slain while at the same time, clearly they're not under lockdown if they're rioting and if they're all next to each other, but they still wearing masks, but they're touching each other and they're right next to each other. You, 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 you're forgetting about that. You're forgetting about about that that is not lockdown okay that's not lockdown either okay S fighting for the right for you to be able to run around and protest and riot because that's not lockdown behavior if you were locked down you had to be inside okay so if you're upset about the fact that people are fighting so you don't have a, have to have a lockdown then you can't be upset <laughs> like think 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 you can't riot or protest if you're locked down okay and if there's policies in place where it's illegal for you not to be social distancing, so now it's illegal for you to be outside rioting and protest, even if it's a peaceful protest, that's illegal because you're supposed to be locked down. So now they can throw you in jail 
because you're not under lockdown before this whole stuff these laws are passed well you could be having a peaceful protest and don't do anything and you can't go to jail because there's no charges now there's charges fighting so there's no charges you get what i'm saying fighting so people can go back to work rioting and you're you're dealing with you're because of not using discernment because of not questioning enough because of not you, you haven't learned, you don't know your history because a lot of people don't know what real racism look, looks like and feels like. Real racism looks like George Soros, who is funding the black people. Real racism looks like Joe Biden, who is telling you this is what blackness is and black people aren't silent. Black people are, are rioting while I'm in the house with Photoshop, with green screen, looking stupid uh, because now they, these... <laughs> Because now they have to go into overdrive in the media because you just said something dumb, right? Because you're fake and you're not real. And a lot of black people are starting to be aware of that because you just straight up said some racist shit, some real racist. You don't need context, context to see that that shit is racist. You, and the stuff that I've said, just overtly. Okay, this is a man that is racist overtly in closed doors. Overtly. He has said... Boy, if you would, I know for, the stuff that he said on camera lets you know how racist he is. This man said, uh, talking about the World Banking Institution, they're going to put you in chains. They're going to put y'all back in chains. This is what he said on camera in a group of white, a group of black people. They're going to put y'all back in chains. This is a real racist man. That's what I want y'all to wake up and he, hello, hello, hello. Listen to your ancestors, listen to your parents and, 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 and for the older generation as well, I need y'all to use y'all discernment too, because y'all discernment been out the window too. I'm gonna just tell y'all the truth. Some of y'all, some of y'all, I'm disappointed. Some of y'all, I'm disappointed. Y'all have been conditioned by the news. Y'all grew up in a golden age, some of you, especially y'all who are after the civil rights movement, y'all grew up in the golden age. Y'all was chilling, y'all was chilling. Y'all parents, they were real quiet. They went through the real, real racism. They were quiet, but a lot of them don't even have the same hate in their heart for white people and for other people or whatever that y'all do and I, my generation do. I talked to my grandpa, 90 years old. He grew up with, he, I'm gonna have to tell my, <laughs> this is gonna be long. My 90 year old grandpa told, me that he has never really experienced from mississippi tell me some shit this man is from 90 years old from mississippi alabama my grandma is from alabama okay he said the only time he's ever really experienced racism is like a few a short few times in his life for the most part he had growing up he grew up with white kids he said half his neighborhood was black half his neighborhood was white and they went to school to, I think when he was younger, they went to school together in the thirties because there was a black owned school called Piney Woods, Mississippi or Piney Woods school is still in operation today. International people from all over the world used to go there. And there's a black man who created it. Okay. Went to school together, desegregated in the thirties. Okay. Neighborhood parents were talking together. They would go to each other's house. The kids would play with each other. All that. This is some stuff that they will never, ever, ever, ever tell y'all. And you looking at old people, most people look at my grandpa and be like, damn, I know you went through some racist stuff. Okay. 
he don't have that heart, hate in his heart for 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 <laughs> for white people that we have because of the media, because of people like George Soros and people like Joe Biden, who is underhandedly destroying the black community. Okay, and getting us in a position to be rounded up by organ harvesting people. I talked about this with the cost of fear with the hospitals, how they're really killing black people. And that's in the hospitals. And like the whole situation where you're talking about, oh, more black people are getting, uh, 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 black people are more at risk for coronavirus. So you got black people extra scared to where they're running to the hospital. And then when they get to the hospital, they're being killed in the hospital through the ventilators having their organs harvested. I have been emailing these pro-black movements over and over and over again about how people in New York have been being killed on the daily, multiple times a day by these nurses in the hospitals, these doctors and nurses in the hospitals. There's plenty of doctors and nurses that have come out and talked about this over and over and over again. Lady came on camera and said she called, she kept calling these organizations and they kept hanging up on her. Okay, but now they're all over speaking about one person or two or three people when she is seeing people die on the daily that can easily a protest at that those hospitals could save hundreds, thousands of lives. They're taking out complete and total nursing homes in New York. That's some stuff that I would protest. That's some stuff that I would be out there protesting for. I go to jail for that. I would go to jail for that. That's the stuff I would go to jail. You want to hear some stuff that I would go to jail for? I'll tell y'all this thing that I would go to jail for. Okay. I will go to jail because I know a thousand people, about 1500 people died per year from police brutality. 57% of those people are white. 27% of those people are black. 19% of those people are Hispanic. How come you never hear about the black or the white people or the Hispanics? Because we're under attack. George Soros is not trying to invest in white people getting beat. He don't want to see white people get beat on by police. He's white. We it's like this is an attack. This is a spiritual attack. When you see that, you imagine yourself as a black person. When a white person sees that, they don't imagine themselves. They imagine the black person. That's the whole point. That's the whole point. That's the whole point. Okay, I need you to get that clear. I would protest. Why? I would protest the hospitals because 150,000 to 400,000 people died per year due to hospital errors. This is the stuff that the Nazis used to kill people, okay? And the Nazis did not die. They came to America. Do your research. I'm not about to go through that right now. So that's some stuff I would protest. 100,000 to 400,000 per year versus 1,000 per year. Something else I would protest. I feel like that's one of the biggest things that I would protest. I would definitely protest sex traffickers. I would protest the people that are tra sex trafficking at the border. I would protest the people who are organ harvesting, right? There are police, I would protest the protests. Don't bring your ass to the damn protest, because why? They are going to round your ass up because you're not getting paid $15 an hour to be there. And then all these people gonna forget about you in a month when you're still in jail because they're making 22,000 a year for you. Another thing I would 
protest is the damn prison systems. I would protest the prisons because a lot of them people that are in the prisons should not be there. A lot of them are protesters from 2016. Y'all done forgot about that shit. Y'all forgot about that. Y'all done forgot. The only time y'all remember is when it happens again and you start, oh, let me Google up all those names that remember their names, right? You don't know any of the names of the white people or the Hispanic people because that's by design. So at the end of the day, I need black people to have discernment. Don't let this fool be right. Spending millions of dollars to manipulate your mind and to take control of you and your body and your manifestations, right? We can manifest our reality. They don't, the, the, the biggest threat to this whole system of control is for individuals to start to take control of their thoughts, to question everything, to not be mentally and spiritually bullied by social media, by the media, that is the biggest enemy. Not allowing them, not not allowing yourself to hate random people that you've never met, that you don't know, imaginary people. Some of these people aren't even real. Some of these people are having doing a skit, okay? Some of these people who supposedly died that you thought is your brethren is on an island chilling, sipping on some damn margaritas, and you're in jail because you believe a lie, okay? Some of those people, okay? So, centering, they don't want you to know your genealogy. They want you to think you know percentages of something. They don't want you to know your genealogy. They don't want you to know your bloodline because that's extremely important to these elite people. They don't want you to know the bloodlines of these black celebrities they don't want you to know the bloodlines of these influencers that they choose and pick because they know their bloodline they know where they came from you think the the one drop they want you to think that the one drop rule was to purify the white race but it was just another tool of manipulation so they can have more white people as slaves because in the 16 17 1800s ain't no damn way for them to know how many drops of black blood you got no way that's just a way to make more slaves. Okay, so now we still have the mentality. So you see somebody that looks like me. I I, I never realized that I could be half white. There's somebody when I was growing up that I was half white. I was like, oh, what the hell? And then I saw somebody else that was like half white or half Asian that looked blacker than me. If you like are are um uh what did, I don't I don't know what fabrication of what blackness is or whatever you know what i'm talking about like the look of a black person um they had more of that look than me and both my parents are the same complexion as me and it just blows my mind but because this one drop rule idea you have somebody that can be half white and half black and their half white side could be related the same bloodline of hitler Look up Obama. I'm not saying shit. Half their bloodline could be, <laughs> could go straight, could be their grandfather, could go straight to Hitler, could go straight to the king of, the queen of England, could go, you can't fathom that. They don't want you to fathom that. These, the, George Soros funded the NFL protest, the knee, the kneeling, how old dude just disappeared off the planet of Earth after he got his million dollar deal. How the hell you get a Nike deal and you're not even playing football? All you did was kneel. And you raised millions of dollars 
you got goodwill in the black community. Although he was raised by, from what I understand, two white people. Okay. There's some off shit about that. That shit is off. That shit is off. Okay. This man made so much money. And back to back to back, in the media, people have been killed. So what happened? What, what happened? Where you at? He's still not talking. He done. He did what he, he did. His deal. He done. He chilling. If he does talk, I mean, he probably just going to be talking about raising some more money. Like, and then by the time he was talking about it, nobody had been that. Nobody was dying at the time. He was just kneeling randomly. It was like, come on now. Come on now. You got funny by George Soros. And y'all, I'm just, we got to start using our discernment. Ask God. Ask God. Last night, I went to sleep. Before I went to sleep, I asked the Lord for some discernment. I asked the Lord, what should I speak about? I feel conflicted. I'm ready to just start talking about music and vibration and manifestation. But I also feel led. I've had a dream about talking about Trump. I had a dream about talking about what I'm talking about right now a couple months ago. And I was led to do this again. And so I'm guessing that this is what needs to be spoken about. And I will continue to ask. I will continue to ask the spiritual realms. What should I do next? And I feel like that's what y'all, that's what is missing. That's what's missing. They didn't close down the churches now. And not to say the churches is not all that great, but it's time to develop a real relationship with higher powers. Whether you want to call that God, the universe, Allah, it's time for you to develop a direct relationship a direct ask for signs. Lead me and guide me. Give me signs in dreams and in my waking life. Lead me and guide me. Not just going off of feelings, not just going off of what you think you see because I'm a beast at editing videos. I'm a beast at editing audio. I can make a person say some stuff they ain't never even said in their life. I can make, I can chop up videos so good. You will think somebody says some stuff that they never said. I can do that with my own abilities. If you think that these people can't do it, I some stuff I seen yesterday, you can make somebody's face I'm just not even gonna go. I might show the video, but I need y'all to start asking. Asking for guidance. Stop running around like a chicken with your head cut off. Ask for guidance. Ask for guidance. Stop trying to act so woke. Because they created wokeness. I saw, I did a damn, I was messaging. I commented on a because they had this pro-black page y'all need to watch out for your damn pro-black pages who have profile pictures that don't show their real face you don't know who these people are all right discernment knowing my history knowing how these people manipulate i saw a post where they were talking about how asians was getting afros and all that stuff i thought it was funny i was like man these people crazy this is crazy but they had, they were generating all this hate in the comments. And I'm like, hold up, what's going on now? Y'all know good and well that y'all been wearing Asian hair for the past 60, 70 years. Y'all be buying Asian hair like it ain't nothing. How you gonna be mad at an Asian person for having an Afro when you buy Asian hair? You probably got Asian hair in your head right now. And I'm just like, at the end of the day, why we don't create a business that allows you, if they wanna have Afro, we gonna create the product for them to have Afro. 
they created a product for us to have some damn Asian hair. Right? And then I got the, and people started like, you know what, that kind of makes sense. Then I was like, you know what? I had this discernment. I was like, what if this page is run by a racist white person that's trying to create division? And then I posted that comment. I was like, oh, I have a feeling that this thing is run by white, race, a racist white person. They deleted me and blocked me from the page. <laughs> and I was just like, whoa, right? That was some stuff I never even thought to think that some of these pro-black pages are actually white people. Anybody, I can make a, I can make a racist white page right now. I can even find a picture online of a white person in a Confederate flag outfit, make that a profile picture, and then just start uh, making all these racist uh, 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 posts and get, make a whole movement of racist white people just to see how racist white people are or to create division or just to do, but that's some stuff that black people don't be doing. That's the, that's the kind of stuff that racist white people do. This is the kind of stuff they do. They will make a pro-black page and incite negativity and then watch and laugh at y'all for playing into it and being fooled. Like that's the stuff that real racist white people do. They're not overt like that. Only in their own communities where maybe there's only one black person and everybody else is white. That's when you gonna see some racist white people stuff. It's not gonna be that way otherwise. So I'm gonna need y'all to develop that discernment muscle because it's been weak. I'm sorry, it's been weak in the black community. We have been betrayed by all kinds of black people. We have been betrayed by all kinds of white people, all kinds of just sympathizers. Stop it, it's over with. We woken, we waking up, we're waking up, we're awakening. We're not woke, woke is past tense. We are awakening, this time to awaken, okay? Stop all that, stop all that. It's time to pray, it's time to meditate, it's time to do some yoga, it's time to, 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 to get some crystals and know what the hell you do with the damn crystals. Don't just bust out some random crystals you don't know nothing about. It's time to study, it's time to get some knowledge, it's time to read some books, it's time to learn your history, it's time to learn your genealogy. It's time, it's time, it's time because that is important. So on that note, I'm out.